Hey, welcome to So So Scrutiny Podcast. I am your host, Corey, and I have with me my co-host, Robert Main. Dude, I've been slain. <laughs> Can I help you? You know, it's really funny is I, I didn't think of one. And I had to like come up with one on the spot. So. Uh, that's not bad. There's I don't think you've used that yet. So slain nope. is a good one. Yeah, I'm a little bit sweaty. I apologize. It's like hot out there, sauna. man. I think every, the whole country is just on fire right now. Literally California, too. We're, we're literally on fire. Yeah, up north. all kinds of crap going on here. <sighs> it's and crazy. And killer well, mosquitoes. That's oh, great, too. on top of that, yeah. Na- uh, ankle biters. Yeah, with <laughs> West Nile, and that's not fun. Um, so, <laughs> What are we doing today, Corey? Uh, today, we are going to be um, talking about a couple of bands, um, some reviews that we did. And then we are going to jump into a new game we have, uh, a kind of a music game where we name similar artists and try to guess who. I thought of it. Yeah. And I, and who I named we're it. Talking about. And I named it iSpot Tunes. Because <laughs> like we're going to both use Spotify and iTunes, and it's very clever, and I think so. Yeah, so. but right before that, we're going to um, dive into uh, Rivalry of the Remakes, which Ooh. is a new segment we came up with where we talk about Corey came up with that one <laughs> and i like it i i, like I, it. I, I uh, copyright you know <laughs> um but we're gonna be talking about um like an original movie and then the remake and how it compares to the original movie um yeah. i'm excited for this one and most you know i think most people will think that most remakes don't live up to the original, but yeah, I, I I'm thinking of one today that's pretty good to the original, and and I think you thought of one too. So, I think it, well, when when we do it more, we're obviously going to tackle like the Willy Wonkas, like you mentioned. Yeah. Like that's a that's a good sequel, com, you know, uh, comparison, and then. There's so many, like the Psychos. That's a shot-for-shot shot remake. So there are some really bad ones out there that we will talk about. Yeah. But we want to, we want to, you know, highlight the ones that did a pretty good job yeah. tackling the remake. You know, that'd be so, a fun little segment we'll do. Yeah, I was stoked on that one. And then yeah. I, I also want to do a version of that where we do sequels, where we yeah. like compare within that, you know, Back to the Future 1 versus Back to the Future 2. Like, which one's better? Because everyone agrees the third one is the worst, so we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> we just, hey, are you, wearing, are you wearing a DOS bootleg shirt over there, buddy? Oh, yeah, dude. What are you wearing over there? I oh! am wearing the <laughs> Joe Kelly. I didn't know you um, got that. See, yeah, see, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not a Dodger fan. Like, I can't call myself a fan, and I wouldn't. Wear my angel hat right now. You know, I'm an angel (laughs) fan originally, but they suck, so I'm all sad. (laughs) But um, I do love what Joe Kelly did with the Astros, and that's why I bought this shirt. Let's just talk about it real quick, because some people might not know. I mean, (laughs) the the backstory is the Astros, the Houston Astros, cheated. In uh, it's basically, I think w- the argument is 2016, 2017. I think that's one of the years, and um, did they didn't get punished? The the coaches apparently did, but none of the players did that knew what was going on, and so you no, know, so everyone knew going into the 2020 season that the Houston Astros were gonna get thrown at. Uh, the batters and God bless Joe Kelly. He went out there and <laughs> threw at him and, and then also struck him out. And that pitcher that uh, the literally the pitcher of the pitcher on Corey's shirt 
it's Joe Kelly sticking his tongue out at a, I believe it was Carrera because he struck him out because it was a, it was a shitty swing. I believe and that his, his comment, like what he mouthed was like, you swing like a bitch. I think it's nice swing, bitch. Nice swing, bitch. <laughs> and then the and other the, thing he said was like, that wasn't even, he's like, that shit was easy. Like striking him out was but, easy. But the funny part is though, like earlier in the game, Correa hit a home run off yeah, Kelly. Yeah. So, or no, 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 it wasn't off Kelly. It was off somebody else. So it was like, well, he hit a home run earlier. He so did. There's, but, but I yeah. do like how he was like. <laughs> nice Everyone knew bitch. that was going to happen. That this, it was kind of happening at the beginning of the season. A few players got hit, but it wasn't like this is for yeah. the league. And then Joe Kelly was like, it, it was like he was vocal before this, and I knew he was just chomping at the, uh, the what do you call it? Chomping out the chomping bait? at the bit bit. And he had his chance and he, he, I think every fan of baseball other than Astro fans were Dodger fans that day. Oh yeah. (laughs) I would have bought that shirt. I'm, I I literally have a a angel tattoo on my leg, so I can't religiously wear a shirt that has a Dodger on it, (laughs) but I would wear that shirt because I do love Joe Kelly. Oh yeah. And I love, I love, love, love the angels. Don't get me wrong. Like Mike Trout's my favorite (laughs) player. So like this year's a wash already. It does suck, but it's like, to see some baseball and i guess our unofficial sponsors today kind of relate to it das bootleg which i'm we wearing wear. one too and i'm oh. wearing uh some young frankenstein frankenstein yeah. how does he say it? frankenstein <laughs> frankenstein yeah it's a good it's a good i like the the das bootleg shirts that are there there are some that are like literally like frame frame shots or screenshots of the movie like yeah. i have one from goodfellas of karen pointing the gun right at the camera but then i also like this one where it's just it's not from the movie this is like a uh promo photo or something or like on it. on set photo of uh, gene wilder one so, of my, yeah, one of my Bootleg. faves yeah das bootleg's awesome check them out they uh they have some really cool shirts and then and i want to give another shout out What are you drinking? Are you drinking anything? I'm just drinking Sprouts coffee, which I like. All right. Shout out to Sprouts. But I am drinking. Oh, let me listen. Oh, it's delicious. Bones. Knott's Berry Farm. Oh, no. Boysenberry vanilla coffee. That sounds great. Get at me. It's pretty great. And did you go down? You went down to the, to the, um. So, uh. Unfortunately, uh, all the theme parks, Disneyland and Osprey Farm rides are all closed. But Knott's yearly always has their Boysenberry, Boysenberry Festival. So they opened up basically the entire park other than the rides. And it was like, excuse me, coffee burps, um, like 30 bucks. And you, you get this lanyard and you walk around the park and there's these... Little all all the food stations are basically open, and they open up new ones, and each one has like a different uh, menu. Some are just like booze, like they had boysenberry beer and boysenberry sangria. Sangria was delicious, by the way. I had that twice. Um, and then uh, what else? Boysenberry. I had a chicken tender waffle boysenberry syrup thing that was pretty wow. delicious but uh yeah each kind of station has at least one thing boysenberry something like i had some really good mac and cheese at one of them that had nothing to do with boysenberry it was just really really good, good mac, mac and, and cheese, cheese. <laughs> yeah it had green chilies in it but uh yeah it was it was cool um do they are they now what time are they open are they open like 
I think or it's, there specific no, dates? No, I, I don't like, think it's all day. I think it's probably specific days. Maybe the, just the weekends. The I'm weekends, not sure. Yeah. But, um, and I don't think it's all day, but it was pretty packed. But, it was more people there than I thought there was going to be. Not to say that it was, was not safe. Yeah. It was definitely once you get in the park that everyone kind of had this spatial awareness of each other and they had That's plenty good. of uh, picnic benches and tables for everyone and they were all separated and they were constantly cleaning. And so Knott's was on their game. And Knott's, is, Knott's has always been a place I really like. It's just, it's, yeah, dude. it's so last chill. Few years. Yeah. The last, I mean, for a while, like I feel like in our early years and going into like t- our teenage years, Knott's wasn't really good. No, it was kind of shitty. The only time really to go was like not scary farm. And even that was kind of sketchy, but then I feel like right after we got out of high school in the last few years, they've really uh, kicked it up. Cause I, I also know here's a little backstory. Um, my uncle in law, Mr. Brad Ziggin of the Ziggins, a drummer, he, um, has been working for knots off and on for probably 20, 30 years. And the guitar player, uh, Dickie Ziggin, he's been there like constantly for like 30 years and they, they're both in the, uh, entertainment section, like the sound guys. But in the last few years, Brad got hired on to play the drums for Kirk, uh, well, crazy Kirk and the hillbillies. Is that the like stunt show? No, but they do perform in the stunt show area. Oh, that's cool. But it's cool. it's it's literally a band of old guys that basically what <laughs> they do is take like kind of modern songs and turn them into like bluegrass country songs, and it's that's kind of cool. fun. And yeah, they're great guys. And so he's been playing with them for the last few years. And <clears throat> because of the COVID thing, they wanted to perform, but what Knotts thought of was like, we'll have you guys come in and play like three full shows and we'll like video them and then we'll project them on this like kick-ass screen so everyone could watch. So uh, me, my Aunt Linda and Brad, we all went down and met with the rest of the uh, Crazy Kirk and the whole band, Crazy Kirk and the bass player. And we're all hanging out and watching because they hadn't hadn't seen him either. So we were all there to like watch this video that they had made like a month or so ago. So it's kind of cool to like hang out out with the band, you know, and watch their video (laughs) and watch. And everyone was like digging it. And there was a few fans there. They're like, hey, it's Crazy Kirk over there. And making some fun jokes, but um, Eating some yeah, boys good time. And so you guys, <laughs> oh, it was, and and then on, on the way home, we got plenty of uh, boysenberry taffy, which I highly recommend. Um, is ta- is taffy gluten is vegan? Is taffy um, it depends. Vegan? Some it, it depends. might have gluten or uh, the gelatin in it. Yeah, maybe. The, depends on like the ingredients, like the recipe. Anyways, it's delicious. And then we also got some fried chicken and a boysenberry pie to go. Dude, you know what's so. really good there that we call like nectar of the gods because it's so <laughs> delicious is the boysenberry punch. Oh my God. What refreshing. is that? It's just, it's just like a f- fruit punch boysenberry it, style? Yeah, it's like pure sugar though. Ooh. Like it's so good I though. I think the adult version of that was the uh, sangria. Boysenberry, right? Sangria. That was so good. Yeah, you, yeah. you should check it out. When it, It's a tradition whenever we go to like Scary Farm, which I'm so sad it's not happening. But You know, uh, funny enough to say, I've never been to a not, not Scary Farm. Oh, it's so good. Never, never been really uh, into, into the scare thing. Yeah. I went to a few. I went to like uh, the Six Flags one. Universal is awesome too. If you but. go with like a bunch of girls... 
it's not fun because the scary people go after the girls. They don't go after the guys because the, the girls are the easiest scare. Yeah. So it's not really fun. I, well, if anything, I, if anything, I like the art production and all, all the art design. That's what I look yeah. at. Funny story about it is like I whenever we go, I'm the one screaming and Liz is the one laughing at both me and the monsters. They get all in her face and she just like kind of like laughs at them. It's funny is I'm pretty easy to startle and scare. Yeah. Even if like I know you were in the other room, if you just come up quietly and I just do scare it. Scare the crap. But if I'm in that situation where like I know I'm going to be scared, I don't get scared. Yeah. You know what I mean? Good yeah. stuff though. They're... It, Cool thing though is that come October, I I already read that a couple places are doing like drive-through haunts, where <laughs> they like you'll stop. That's clever. That's yeah, pretty clever. You'll like stop, park, and then a scene like plays out in front Fuck, of you, dude. That's, it, I'm actually kind of into that. I, I think we're gonna get ticket for it. Um, it's like thirty dude, bucks a car. Yeah, so pop how in. much? Thirty bucks or something for a oh, car. Oh, that's not bad. Per car, that's not yeah. Bad at all. Awesome. So cool. So and unofficial um, sponsors, Das Bootleg and Knott's Berry Farm. Go, go cool. check them out. Yeah. Corey, busy week, buddy. Back to school, man. Back to school. How Digitally. is that going? Um, yeah. It, it, it's cool. Our So our district offered an option. Every district's kind of doing it differently. Our district offered um, being able to go back. If you want to go back into the classroom to teach digitally, you can. So you have all your like resources oh, okay. and stuff i chose not to just um just you know for personal reasons too. and it's far away yeah and it's a long drive to yeah. you know dr drive just to teach dig digitally when i can teach at home just as you know well but do uh, you technically have a classroom right now is it still your classroom uh yes yeah, yeah. The, the classroom's still mine and i can go back and teach there if i decide like the internet's not working here i feel you know like i want to go in the classroom and do it they'll let you yeah. um okay. it's been it's been really cool that i i had a huge turnout like 21 out of 25 kids came and the ones that didn't i messaged them and they're like sorry i was like flustered i didn't know how to get on um and you know come you, on that's yeah, not a good excuse it, is, it isn't um if you're like a first grader maybe but so i just said you know well okay we'll just be sure to be on next time because i did mark you absent so yeah um so like 21 out of 25 kids showed up um they were really cool about like i would think you'd be really shy like at first but they were you know answering questions and asking questions when they needed clarification and they all did their work um it, it I, I know that there's kids that like mess around on the computer, but I, I don't foresee a ton of that. The parent, like some of the parents are home and like yeah. during the day and they work at night. So they're the, like, they're on them. They're like, no, 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 no. Turn, you know, look at your screen, mute your mind. If I was, a, if I was a parent, if I was a parent and I wasn't there, you know, I was able yeah. to go to work. I would record. I would tell the kid, "Can you record your sessions at all?" Yeah, yeah. Well, we we can record them, but the thing is, is that you have to have like oh, rights, like with the yeah. kids. So, like, we I don't. I don't could record them yet, but you know. But I'm saying for like the parent, just to make sure your kid is like paying attention. Is there a way? I'm sure there's a way you could record just their screen. Yeah, without, somehow without recording all the other kids. Yeah, without, yeah, yeah. I and get they, that. they know the that makes parents sense. know. They can see like the timestamps. Well, not all of them. Yeah, they can see timestamps <laughs> in like Schoology and stuff, which is our platform. Kids are being pretty clever out there. Yeah. 
I've seen some Which, pretty clever things on Reddit. I mean, hey, like making them better users of the internet, even if it is like <laughs> yeah, finding ways around stuff, like it's important. I think I've yeah. I, I think like what we're teaching them more than anything. Yes, content's important, and talking about literature is important. But I think most of all, teaching them how to use tools that are going to be applicable in the future is like really important. Like Google is going to be something you use in the future. And <laughs> unfortunately, um, yes. Yeah. And they, <laughs> they're, uh, they've been good. I, I like getting to know them. I've been able to share, like I've showed them my guitars and stuff and like, you know, been playing music for them. You won't show them the podcast though, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> Some, one of no. my kids actually found it and he like, he was like, it's good. And I'm like, it's probably not the best for you to listen to. Like, <laughs> well, and, if any Corey's kids are listening out, this is not the best thing. We curse a lot, but Hey, thanks for listening. Appreciate yeah. it. Like us on um, Instagram, like us on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. And stay in school. Um, <laughs> stay in school. But like, I, I figure like, <laughs> I, like when it, when I when I want to connect with them, like I want them to know like about you know my life. So I bring I brought my guitar that me and my dad built and talked about that a little bit, and they got to bring something back to the camera and show like and talk about it. So it was Ooh. really cool. I do you do do you ever do like a show and tell? Yeah, like yeah, I, I did that yeah. on the first day, and I'm gonna do it every now That's and then. One. I'm not gonna do it all the time just because they're gonna get bored of it, but. You know, I'm going to be like, hey, come show if you got something new or you want you have something you want to share, come share it. Um, and also having the chat box in Google um, and in in uh, uh, Zoom has it. Uh, all of the platforms have it. But having that chat like thing, I do little journal entries and then they respond to it in the chat. And we, it, they, some, it's low risk. Like not a lot of them. Yeah. Have, we don't all have to share, you know. So I was thinking, speaking of, I was thinking of this the other day um and i'm not too sure how it would go but i was kind of down to maybe share our zoom link with people if they want to come live while we're recording we won't if they you know they can hear it on itunes or spotify the next day or whatever but i don't know it could be it could be fun maybe we want to do that not Is, like an instagram live but I we wonder, just send out the zoom link can we lock the um do you know if yeah we, we put can a pat lock yeah, we the, put a password. Uh, the mute or lock the mute so that they oh can't yeah unmute We're not letting them t- well hey <laughs> you know what maybe if they will if we get somebody fuck it why not yeah if we have nothing else to talk about you wouldn't screen. even you wouldn't be able to hear it through like the logic anyway so that's cool that's okay but i still do that with our guests yeah we tried that out good idea yeah, why not awesome <laughs> i'm sure no one will i'm sure no one will show up yeah but, <laughs> but if know. anyone wants to do it we'll maybe we'll throw it out there yeah um cool well um how's i mean how's liz doing too she's, she's doing she's, stuff yeah yeah crazy story is my wife teaches for top first grade and about a week before they started um she ended up getting switched to fifth grade so Whoa, like she didn't, didn't know yeah she didn't know her she didn't know any of the grade level wow. stuff she had to go back and she's been kicking ass dude she's so good at it yeah because she um, was like she was probably set for first grade ready to go and then just last minute how long a week yeah a week jeez um but I I just I imagine that um. I imagine that she she was like really nervous before it. Um, I bet you know, but 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 she like even when she was nervous about it, um, she she was like, I'm still gonna do it. I'm gonna make it happen. So 
She's definitely like one well, of those. Well, knowing Liz too, I'm I'm sure she's probably stoked that's a little bit older group. In there, you know, she loves it because the kids yeah. are being like, they're super cool. She said they I like, like fifth grade. Yeah, they she she said they fourth, come to her fifth with all and the questions. Six were, yeah, fourth, fifth, and sixth were pretty good times for me as like a student. I really liked those years. So, well, good on Liz. Good on both of you. You're doing the Lord's work out there, teaching those kids virtually. Um, I've been kind of busy. Oh, so, if, you know, listeners out there, we took a week off. Um, we weren't trying to. We were, we were planning on doing one, but Corey being with school and doing some other stuff, and then I was in on vacation in the mountains, so we were just like, yeah, fuck it. Take a break. <laughs> we'll skip a week. We'll, skip <laughs> we'll, a week. we'll probably we'll give our listeners a break, too. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they listen, went back and listened to some of the old archive stuff. Which There is, you go. Yeah. We have mini-sodes. and stuff. Dude, we have, wait, how many? Uh, Boy, this is 41, like, man. So that's, 40. That's 41 full episodes, though, right? Well, f- oh, um, I think we have yeah, like yeah, 50 no, because I don't think we put the yep. I don't think we put the minisodes as last episode with Justin Morrow, which is a great episode. Go listen to that. Um, that was number 50 altogether, but we've done I think 40 full ones. So yeah, so go back check them Dude. out. There, there's some good topics, and you can coming like, up pick on a year, choose. man. I know. We we'll gotta to do, do a, so so birthday. Yeah, we gotta think about a, a fun year episode. We'll have to, well, definitely. I would I would really appreciate if Liz came on the year episode. She's yeah. been the side ex, uh, executive producer for this podcast. Yeah, she's she's really <laughs> yeah. good. Um, um, yeah, but I've been busy. I went up. Um, so, a few stories. Um, I went up to the mountains. My uh, awesome aunt Linda, who is also on the podcast, which is another episode you should listen back on. And uh, well, I actually we recorded. So let me back, back up a little bit. Uh, we went up to the mountains. She owns two mountains up, or two mountains. She owns the two mountains. House, she owns two mountains. Um, no, two There's houses. gold in them hills. She's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went with my cousin Ashley, and we went Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and we went up to do my cousin Ashley's podcast, shout out to hers, that I produce, called What's Your Position? It's on iTunes and Spotify right now. Um, we went to go do on... Uh, on Ashley's podcast with my aunt Linda because Ashley was jealous because I had Linda on our podcast first (laughs) and um, um, which was fun and we also did a mini-sode which we're going to put out a little bit later um, which is going to be like a crossover mini-sode because it has Ashley and me on it and we play some games with Linda and uh, my uncle Brad Ziggin and uh, anyways cool story of the weekend is I think it was Saturday maybe it was Sunday I can't remember now, but, um, we're sitting there watching the Beastie Boys documentary, which we talked about on the podcast and Ashley hadn't seen it. So we're, cause we're all big Beastie Boys fans and we're sitting there and it's fucking awesome. Great documentary. And Ashley and Brad are kind of sitting in the living room and Linda and I are kind of sitting by on this table, kind of on the other side of the <clears throat> room. And Linda and I both see like this flash to our left that kind of, we both talked about it later that it looked like a car was passing. That's kind of like the, like, like the, the light. headlights. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just, you see the reflection of the sun, you, you know, when a car passes your house and that's kind of what it looked like. And then a second later it was boom. And oh. what happened was a lightning strike happened. Um, basically it was from her house, maybe two football fields, maybe so three close, pretty close. 
And yeah, you can imagine how close that lightning strike is. Yeah. And so we all paused, paused the movie, we get up and, and we knew a storm was coming and we went outside and we were waiting for more and nothing happened. Nothing happened. We're like, ah, fuck it. (laughs) Well, let's go watch the movie. So we went back inside and started watching the movie. And then I don't know, a few minutes later, maybe like 10 minutes later, my cousin Ashley sits up and she goes, stop the movie. What's up? She's like, I smell smoke. I smell smoke. And we're like, I don't smell anything, Ashley. What are you talking about? And we went outside. We all went out. We went all. We went outside, and we're like, oh shit, we all smell smoke. Yeah. And so we were figuring the lightning strike. There's probably a fire in the forest. And so my Brad, my uncle Brad Ziggin, hops on his mountain bike and goes up the trail and tries to figure out possibly where the smoke is coming from. And in the meantime. I'm watching the dog and inside I'm like, whatever. I don't, I didn't, at that point, I didn't think anything happened and you know, no big deal. Maybe it was like a campfire or something, but my aunt Linda and my cousin go kind of go, my aunt's house is literally like the last house on the street and her backyard is the national forest. It's pretty awesome. So they go kind of like in the, into this Valley behind their house and they look in between these trees and they see like, not smoke, but like vapor, you know, like that look of like, you know, the look of like the the top of your roof when it's yeah. really hot and you can see like yeah, the, the heat. The, the heat. It's kind of what we saw and we're like, something's going on over there. And by the, and then as soon as she saw that, we called 911 in the fire department and told them, hey, something's going down. We don't know what it is, but there's something. And by the time she got off the phone, Brad Ziggins coming back and saying, hey, there's a fucking fire up there. Yeah. Call 911. We're like, ready, did it. So, um, fire department comes down and uh, they go check it out. And unfortunately, the spot was not really accessible by road too much or even like trail. Yeah. So they had to like go into this forest. But yeah, there was a full on forest fire. And I swear, thinking about it, I don't, if, if Ashley hadn't smelt that smoke right away. That was, those are crucial minutes because by the time, so fast forward, they got helicopters coming, dropping water. And we went up on the hill and we were, we got some crazy footage and saw them dumping stuff. And once I saw flames from where like our point of view was, I was like, all right, Ashley, we got to get going. If I see flames, we're, I don't want to be this close. You know what I mean? But they had two helicopters going back and forth, dumping water. They were getting water from a green Valley Lake and they put it out by the end of the night, they had put it out. Um, and then next morning, I think they still had some firefighters go out and just kind of check on things. But my family and I stopped a forest fire. That's it was so pretty crazy, crazy dude. right? Yeah. And, and the fun thing is it didn't make it on the news cause it was so small and we, they got it so quick, but because my aunt's house was at the end of the street, well, I won't, I won't say the street cause I don't want to <laughs> say where she lives, but they named the fire after the street that she lived on. Oh, so it was kind of like yeah. named after Linda kind of thing. So yeah, it was very exciting. So, um, we did that and we recorded some podcasts. Like I said, we're coming out and then I got some awesome news, uh, recently. I, I don't think I mentioned this earlier, but, um, two music videos that I worked on are nominated for MTV music VMAs. Um, I worked on an all time low video that I definitely mentioned on here. Um, which is a great video. It's all about kind of, a A N A those kind of yeah um support groups and uh and then the other one I worked on was Coldplay 
Oh, that's I like yeah, the all-time low with video way better than the Coldplay video. The Coldplay video was fucking garbage. I don't care if that one loses because it deserves to lose. <laughs> but it was really cool to work work on a Coldplay video. Yeah. But all-time low video, um, I'm really I'm really proud to have worked on that one. So that was some kind of cool news. I think I've worked on uh, some other videos that I've gotten VM like nominations, but it was pretty cool to have two in one yeah, year. That's, that is really cool. So. Um, cool. All right. Well, let's get into dude. There was some big news this oh, weekend. Oh yeah, like tons <sighs> of trailers popped Woo. out, man. God like, bless Warner Brothers, man. They pumped out the fucking trailers this but weekend. But there's the good and the bad, you know. I think Ooh. I think in what's all your, of that. What's your? Oh, let's My start with the goods? bad. You want to start? No, with let's the start bads? with the bad. Okay. I'm curious because well, I don't not, think anything bad came out. I I would say looks dumb is the idea of a Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. To me, I, I don't like Zack Snyder's work, nor do I think it should have been done because the even the original cut of Justice League is like mediocre. It's like, how can you save it? Yeah. With it, all this well, footage that you're supposed to like be sitting on, like how he, and they, like, apparently he reshot some stuff, too. Yeah. And the only reason that I'm like, OK, I get it is because he had a tragedy happen in his family, you know what I mean? Um, so that stopped him from getting to release, like, Didn't his... he have some, like, didn't he get kind of me too too? Well, Wasn't I don't know about that, but I know his... I know one of... I think his it was committed his suicide, daughter I think? died. Yeah. Yeah. That and sucks. I'm not... That's made. awful. No, and, yeah, like, I, and I get it. On that level, I'm like, good for you. Release your cut, because you didn't get to finish, because, you know, that happened. But at the same time, I'm like... We don't need another, you know. But here, you know, I, I don't know if I speak f for you, but for me, I, as much as I love Batman and there are some good DC movies, I'm a Marvel guy. The, the universe of Marvel is fucking perfect. In the, I mean, in the movie universe, I'll agree with you. Marvel's awesome. But the comic... Even, dude, the, even like the first Thor movie, how bad that was, that's still yeah. better than most of the DC movies. You know I, what I mean? Yeah, and I would... It was, it was directed by uh, Kenneth Branagh. Like, yeah. that's, like, like, that's like a big deal. So, see, see for, for me, it's about... The, I've always been a DC guy in terms of like reading the graphic novels, gotcha. reading like the extensions. They have... Like Doom Patrol is such a good freaking see, comic. See, this series. is what I was getting to though. Like, so you're more of like a DC actual comics. I feel like like the Zack Snyder fans, quote unquote, are like the hardcore DC fans that don't want to let go. They have yeah. to root for him, you know, because it's like that's their that's their Christopher Nolan. Yeah, I'm John cool Favreau. I have friends you know. who like it, and good for them. They're getting what they want. You know what I mean? So that's They're cool that they get that. I don't think it's good. I think that Christopher Nolan should have done every fucking movie in the DC yeah, know, universe. Right? But, but he just wanted uh, to And we'll get to him in a second. But, uh, you know, I'm curious what this cut looks like. You yeah. know, if he spent this much time and there's been this much buildup, there must be a difference. You and know then, what I mean? And then, of course, the other bad that I thought was Suicide uh -oh. Squad 2. Nobody needs it. And Suicide Squad 1 yeah, was okay. awful. All right. <laughs> I'm going in the defense of James Gunn here because he, I love James Gunn. Ever since Super, I was in. Have you seen Super? Super, the one with uh, Rain, um, Rain Wilson. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Okay, it was awesome. Great movie. If anyone's seen the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, go back and watch Super. You'll see where this guy came from. Um, 
let's step back from Suicide Squad. So we all know the first one was goddamn garbage, another mm-hmm. DC failure. So, but it was a premise that was it was ripe for the picking because yeah. you can get so many villains and people in those movies. Then James Gunn gets pretty much axed from Disney for a, a minute. And in the meantime, he's like, well, fuck you guys, Marvel. I'm going to DC. They want me. They need somebody for this new movie and I'm going to do it. And he starts writing a script and starts uh, basically pre-production on his movie. And then in the meantime, Marvel and Disney are like, oh, well, no. Okay. James Gunn, you're, you're okay. You can come back. So in the, but he's like, well, I'm ready on doing this DC thing. So if you want me back, you got to wait till I'm done with this and then I'll come back and do guardians of the galaxy three, which he's going to do. Um, so I think with taking, taking the idea of what that guy did with guardians of the galaxy and already knowing that Marvel was already fresh guardians of the galaxy made that universe so much better. If guardians of the galaxy hadn't come in, it still would have been good, but bringing that, that, uh, ensemble cast was so perfect. And I think if James Gunn takes that format and thinking and brings it over to suicide squad and has these new, fresh characters, new, fresh storylines, some that have already been written for him, I think it's going to be great. And I'll agree with that. And like, he's a great director and everything, but like watching the little trailer spot thing, teaser thing, the, yeah, behind yeah, the scenes, I, I, the costumes, I'm like, what, what is going on? Like the guy with like the helmet on and stuff. And like John Cena's character. Like he was, yeah. He looked like he was wearing like pajamas, yeah. but the, but the, here, here's the, here's the downside of like not doing that. So basically he's probably taking everything he, he saw in the comics yeah. and kind of remixing them, but still. So basically I think John Cena, I don't know his character from the yeah, comics, me but either, so I'm pretty sure really. it's exactly what he looks like in the comics. Uh-huh. And so if they change that at all, the comic yep. nerds will go, well, John Cena's character is not, yeah. <laughs> you know, accurately, you know, to the comic book. So it's like, it's a double edged yeah. sword. It's like, well, do you keep with it or do you change it? So, and, uh, and so I'll, I'll give them that, but those are the only two, like 1984, like Wonder Woman looks pretty cool. I liked Wonder, I liked the I first that, Wonder yeah. Woman a lot, and this one just looks cool as Kristen Wiig. That's going to be interesting. You know? I'm, yeah, I'm curious. I, it's, um, I love Kristen Wiig, but it's going to be hard not to picture her like, as like a funny, <laughs> she's like good, hilarious. she's a bad guy or bad yeah. girl in this, I guess. But yeah, that was another one came out. What else? And then I guess oh. last was Tenant. No, not last. Oh. We'll talk oh, ten- oh, Batman. The Let's Batman. Oh, the Batman. my Sorry, God. Sorry, I forgot about that. Let me just, let me just say that that's going to be incredible. Like that I movie, wasn't expecting a trailer. I, I thought there was still film. I wasn't surprised they'd film that much. Yeah, and if you haven't seen Pattinson's more like recent works, like he's been, he is such a good actor. Like he was underused in his, you know, youth. But I mean, that's how he broke into the scene, you know? I think, Twilight, okay, yeah, all I think a lot of people are bring, like looking at him as like, oh, Bat- Twilight's Batman. <laughs> but think about what that dude learned in all those yeah. years he was on the set of Twilight. And, you know, you could talk shit on those movies, but there were some of the yeah. most successful Super franchises successful. of all time. So you can go fuck yourself, Craig. <laughs> you know? So he, I, I, I was, I always kind of looked at that guy like, 
that guy's something. There's something with that guy, but he, he's he still in Twilight. The, he has the Leonardo DiCaprio kind of effect Ooh, going on where like that's not Nol- a bad comparison. when you get into a Nolan movie, like you've made it. Like So a little backstory. We'll yeah. talk about Tenant in a second, but there's a little backstory. So in, while filming Tenant, um Pattinson called Nolan because he was supposed to film that day and was like, Hey, I'm sick or I can't come in that day. And Nolan's literally next response is Oh, you're trying out for Batman. And he that's what he was doing, but didn't want to say that to him. Yeah. And it was like, how do you know that, Christopher Nolan? Like, what the fuck? But yeah, so while filming Tenant, he went and you know, tried out for to do the Batman. And it's it it looks amazing. Like Colin <laughs> me, Colin uh Colin Farrell as the penguin. That's the um, other thing is like in the trailer you teaser, don't, you don't see you don't the, get you see the Catwoman, but that's and it. And you see the Riddler. True. His True. voice, and then you see him, like, masked, and he's like, dude, I've always wanted to see the Riddler, uh, like, done well. Like, C- Carrie was, like, <sighs> Carrie would have made a better Joker, like, with his, the way he was, yeah. like, zany Apparently and there's a, um, a more darker version of... Was that Matt Shoemaker? Yeah, the no. Joel Shoemaker. Joel Shoemaker. I think there's like a, a director's cut of that movie that's supposed to be a little bit darker that has scenes of Jim Carrey being... Because what I heard was um, he told Jim Carrey to film scenes three different ways. Evil, uh, like funny, and then like right down the middle. And then he would choose throughout the edit which of those scenes fit better that's why his character is kind of all over the place but i did like jim carrey yeah he's a great riddler but um the my my thing with the this new one is like paul dano is an incredible actor as well like he's he's a great villain he's such a good villain it sounds like a little bit like bane yeah a little bit um, and I'm like, I'm excited to see it. Um, in the the like dark, bleak looking like Bruce Wayne, like I'm yeah. interested to see. But he's young, emo Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and he's like super young, like. And I th- I think um because you know I mean the the Batman's biggest enemy was the Joker. Yeah. And I, in th- looking at the teaser, I think it's going to be post Joker. I think. Yeah. It's or is hard. it? Is it mm. pre Joker because he does young? He is young. Like that's a I think young. The Joker Bruce Wayne. was like his first villain of all time, though. You know what I mean? And then he gets locked up and then gets out, kind of thing. I guess they'll kind of, and it would be rad if they crossed over freaking Joaquin. Somehow. I mean, maybe, it's, I've heard rumors of that too. I don't. I haven't heard anything else. But uh, yeah, directed by Matt Reeves, who did all the last two Planet of the Apes, Cloverfield, um, Ten Cloverfield I, Lane, which is. Great. I don't think he did. did he, he didn't, he didn't do, that. do that one. Okay, no, no, no. he just did. He just did the first Cloverfield. It's good. I like that one too. Yeah. Um. Kind of. Yeah. It was not ahead of its time. It kind of made that uh, found footage stuff really. Uh, yeah. Popular. Um. But yeah, the Batman. If you haven't seen that trailer, be awesome. <sighs> or at least um, I hope. I I have very high hopes for it. <laughs> also, uh, the cinematographer on Batman is the same guy that's doing the new Dune movie. Oh yeah, and he also did Rogue One, Zero Dark Thirty, and Vice. So this guy, uh, Greg Fraser, he's he's legit. Um, but then Tenet, 
Oh yeah, oh, the boy. Big, that, the big... that was the one for me this weekend. I watched that trailer probably ten times this weekend. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't even a trailer; it was a goddamn music video. Mm-hmm. Um, the song I don't know who plays in the background, but I'm pretty sure the song it, it keeps saying "Tenant," so I'm sure the song was written for the movie. Um, but man, I, I'm sure a lot of people watch if they watch that, they go, "Oh, I don't need to see the movie because there's so much in it." Yeah, there's a ton. <laughs> But they, I bet it's going to be a long movie, dude. Like, we'll see. I don't, I don't know if IMDb has that or not. Um, but I mean, it's it's going to be available September, I believe, third in some cities around the country. I think like Las Vegas, you can go watch it. Like, um, but man, when it comes to Orange County, I'm going to go see it on the biggest screen in the biggest yeah. format possible. I always thought it'd be rad if they had a giant like drive-in screen. I would love to see it like That's yeah, it's been pretty popular. A movie like this though, I need to see in a theater. True though. and feel you know I mean? it. Yeah, I get what you yeah. mean. But, but yeah, yeah I'd love to go to a drive-in. I've been to one of those in a while. Tons of awesome stuff coming out and it's going to be good. Yes. It was all like Warner Brothers stuff. All the yeah. stuff we just mentioned was all Warner Brothers. Because <laughs> they had their big Comic Con this weekend. So, yeah. yeah. Some good shit coming out. Um, let's get into some reviews. Neck deep. All right. Neck deep. Go for um, it. So, I um, I really like this band, Neck Deep. Um, kind of pop punk band. Leaning more toward the pop, I would say. Um, especially on this record, it's called. Hey man, I was just gonna say that. Yeah, <laughs> it's called uh, "All Distortions Are Intentional," um, and it was produced by Matt Squire, who's done like Ariana Grande, like Three O Three. Let's get into him like, real quick because I brought his um, his All Music account. Yeah, up. he's done some big. This stuff. dude is the pop emo producer. Yeah, just like I mean, I would put him up with John Feldman. I mean, yeah. he's parallel. He did. I mean, Under Oath. Well, I mean, what put him on the map was A Fever You Can't Sweat Out, the Panic of the Disco Panic, album. Yeah. He did he did that entire record. And then he also did um, My American Heart, Boys Like Girls, and the next uh, Panic of the Disco. Can't believe he also did like Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez, Kesha. Well, those, that came Please. later because I think it was because of Panic of the Disco. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hit the lights, um, All Time Low. Sunday. The main, so I mean, this dude is the dude. He's one of the, the dudes. So I just want to give a shout out to Matt Squire. I, yeah, I appreciate this guy. Awesome. And yeah. um, so I went into this one with like you know really high hopes because their other one, um, the piece in the panic, like it's such a good like pop punk. And record. the one before that too. Um, yeah, I haven't really listened to that that one, but um, this one i went in you know with really really high hopes just because i like them a lot and um in some places it really did good things for me other places i was like eh, because it tended a lot more toward like the soft poppy feel and i love the punk edge that they had on the last one um the listener I, can't see but i'm nodding to everything yeah. Corey's saying and, and so, like, there's a couple really good standout songs. I would say Fall is probably my favorite song on there. Um, it's really good. The The single was pretty good. Have um, you seen the videos? No. The, uh, I think the video for, I think it's When You Know. Or no, it's Fall. 
falls pretty good. It's basically a skate video. It's yeah. like them playing and then like intertwined with like these kind of unknown skaters. I think all from Australia. It spans from Australia. If it, yeah. No one knew. Um, and yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a fun video. I haven't really seen like a music video as a skate video. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. kind of fun. And then I think they did another one for. I like Low Life mm, too. That's another good song. It might have been that one. It was kind of cartoony. It was kind of cool. Yeah. So, so like, I. So there's Let's a couple the things. Scale. Huh? Let's go through the scale. Uh, my scale, yeah. So um, I like quality. It sounds really good. I think the record is produced really well. Obviously, I don't think you can doubt that. I mean, Matt Squire behind the board. The album cover is kind of boring. It's just yes. <laughs> thank you. I didn't like it either. It makes sense red. what the. It makes sense with the title, but it's yeah. like, I don't know. It didn't catch my eye at all. Yeah. And then, um, the vocals are okay. Like they, they, he, he has a catchy like style. Like it's very, even on their last record, I felt like he did a lot of the same like pattern, like melody patterns and everything. Um, so it wasn't anything like new for them. Um, it, it agreed. If I could relate it to anything, I would think of like, think of story so far. Like where, yes, dude, like, that, yes. But, but story so far did the punk Later thing, stuff. yeah. And then now they have, I think it's Proper Dose was their latest record, and it's yeah. very '90s inspired. Yes. This record is very '90s inspired. You can hear yes. it. But I think, I, I honestly want to say that I think the story so far did it with more integrity. Like they, they didn't tend too far into the pop. Uh, realm. I would I, th- I would disagree. I think if I, I would agree that these two albums are very parallel to both bands. That like they both put out like their first two records were like straight up pop, punk, yeah, emphasis on the punk, and then these follow up records were just like slow, quiet, and I think the story for so far took it to more of the extreme and neck deep. At least there's a couple songs on here that are more rockish. I think it I was. Know. I think it's more of the production, like story so far th- sounds a <laughs> lot more. Raw. I think the story. I think the story so far were way higher than Neck Deep <laughs> when they, when they did it. these albums. Yeah, I think that's a good way of putting yeah. it. Yeah, and then like you know the guitar parts are catchy. They're good. Um, they sound bass, good. Yeah, bass is fine. I don't think it's very. Continue, because I'm gonna shit on this record in a second. Keep yeah, on, and then the but the drums kind of. Like the production of the drums is like interesting because it sounds very like it, it does sound like pop, like pop drums, like big, yeah. you know, stadium style pop drums and stuff. Yeah. And like, while that's okay, I just I want to hear that like raw, like intensity in like a punk record, you know? Yeah, um, but with the pop, you know, polish on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, 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 and uh, so anyway, I went like overall, I did. Yeah, I gave it like a seventy-two. I thought it was okay. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it as one of the worst things I've heard this year. Like I've heard a lot worse. <laughs> I wouldn't put it against that either. No. Um, but all right, my turn. Go for it. I I hated this album. Mm-hmm. I fucking hated. And and battle backstory. I like Neck Deep. I worked on two of their music videos, uh, I think on the last record or the one before that, and they were awesome Australian dudes. They were so funny, good to hang out with. They were totally up for like doing stuff. Um, 
on, on film and everything. So I want to preface that by saying I like these guys. And like you, I was looking forward to this record. I was like, oh, shit, New Neck Deep? I'm in. Yeah. And I started to listen to this, and I was just like, what the fuck is this, <laughs> Neck Deep? And I'm blaming Matt Squire, too. Even though, but overall, the sound of this sounds amazing. The drums, yep. the guitar, yeah. like everything sounds like it should sound. It sounds great. But the like the structures of the songs, there's like three songs in a row that are like slow and soft. It's like yeah. that's not neck deep. Like what the fuck is that? Mm -hmm. um, I gave it a fifty six point five. So that isn't I, terrible. That's, ter terrible. that's terrible in my in my books. If I'm in the fifties <laughs> on an album, dude, um, I am not looking for. I don't. There's no song, no song that you like. Came look out. forward to. Yeah, sometimes there's a, you know, in a shitty record, there's at least like the single that you like. Yeah. I don't know what the single, like the, the standout song on this whole album is. I'm sorry. I, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Maybe I just had bigger, you know, expectations. I was, yeah. Yes. I, you know, but I don't think so, man. But not to say it's not like if a, a, almost like an unsigned band saved up a hundred grand and could afford Matt Squire and put this album out. Then I go, that's a great album for like a really low band. But Neck yeah. Deep's been around for years, man. They've been touring with like Blink-182. Yeah. And they put out this shit? Like, sorry guys, but well, I turn mean, that distortion up band, to 11, man. If I could also go back and compare, like Blink has released some real junk. Like if you want to- They have. Like no, neighbor, that that last record was great. Yeah, Neighborhoods. But, you know, I'll and, give them a break. I, I don't like that record, but I'll give them a break. That was a transition record. Yeah, they didn't true. even know what they had. And with, in California after that. That's another I one. I think like. by the time they did the, was it a self-titled? Yeah, uh, the, the new one, one is nine. Yeah. Nine, that's right. I think by the time they got to that one, they realized, what they oh, were, we can yeah. use Mark this way. You know, they had to figure out, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Skiba. Yeah, Matt Skiba? Matt Skiba, yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, and, th and they're on another level in this band. This yeah. band needs years to get to that, but I don't really like talking shit on bands that I like, so I'm sorry, no. Neck Deep, but this wasn't good. You don't like I, it. Yeah, and that's... Didn't that's, like it. That's fine. But it's not bad. No, it isn't. It's, it's not... But... In the meantime, I was trying to listen to this album, but I kept going to another band that I'm going to review... That just popped up on my Facebook feed that just some friend of mine posted like, hey, I'm really into this band. And I clicked it and I was like, this band is awesome. And they're called Thornhill. Um, let me get rid of these tabs real quick. Um, the album's called The Dark Pool. I couldn't find who produced it. Um, they are from, I, I believe, Australia, just like Neck Deep, I believe. Um, and... Um, there. Oh, also, before we go back to Thornhill, one thing I wanted to do was uh, we were talking about how do we, what three bands or albums would you make neck the neck deep all distortions are international intentional or international intentional, intentional yeah. How, what like bands or albums would you like? This plus this plus this equals neck deep all distortions are intentional. What would you say? <laughs> um, story so far. Uh, yeah, that's proper great. dose mixed with a bit of like weirdly oasis um hmm. like because of the 90s vibes yeah and then like a bit of newfound glory just because of the voice like the vocals yeah. i was thinking that too so um, it's like got a 90s like spirit to it but it's poppy kind of like a newfound glory record and then it also um sounds to me a lot like 
story so far is new record. Yeah, I would say um, I didn't even think about story so far, so I'm glad you brought that up. I would say that a little bit of all time low meets like the main. Yeah, and the yeah. main goes back pretty far too. So yeah, and it, uh, they stick right down the road. The main they yeah. they have some good rock songs, but they don't go off the course too yeah. much like neck deep i think kind of did um so yeah i wanted to add that in um different anyways, band right now <laughs> yeah thornhill sorry thornhill um the dark pool they're so with like comparing bands and stuff this album is kind of like um God, how do I want to compare this? Like, uh, this is hard because it's it's, it's not it, they're not reinventing the wheel at all. But it's um, Dredge came up to mind. Um, you heard of that band, Corey? Yeah, Dredge? I think so. Yeah, they're pretty rad. Um, kind of experimental rock metal. Um, God, you know, it's really hard. Another um, band that comes to my mind because I listened to it too and I loved mm-hmm. it is Linkin Park. Oh, and interesting. I wouldn't have thought of that, but I can I can kind of see that. In yeah. microwave. Not so much electronic, but yeah. the, like the rock side of Linkin Park. Yeah. If you remember Microwave, um, we listened to them too. Yeah. A lot like them. Yeah. Um, but with like a metal, I'm trying to think of like a metal, maybe like August Burns Red, but not so heavy. I'm trying to think of like a metal band that kind of meets them. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I mean, I don't know too much about this band. I've never heard of them until recently. Um, but uh, overall, I'm just gonna skip ahead. I gave it 84.5. I love this record. The only thing is, a lot of the songs kind of sound the same. There's no real like hooks. Yeah. But as a musician looking at what these guys are doing, it's pretty incredible, I think. Yeah. And, and let me add, I listened yeah. to it, and when he started screaming, I'm like, is that the singer of Devil Wars Prada? He's, his scream <laughs> sounds almost exactly like him. They're kind of reminds, thank you. It reminded me of another band I was thinking of. It's not a lot of people know about this band. It's called Means, M E A N S. I heard of them. Small metal band. His voice, when he was screaming, kind of reminded me of that. And I thought it was actually like two singers at first, but it's it's the same guy. Um, and they have a cool music video out um, that doesn't really make any sense, but it's really fucking cool. It's like little sci fi with like some band performances. Um, but. Yeah, we'll play them at the end of the uh, the episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, eighty four point five, the Dark that, Pool. Yeah, it's a great record. I think if you like if you like some hard metal with just a spice, like a pinch of pop vocals on top, then you might dig this band. So. Yeah. Um. Hey, uh, do you mind if we take a break real quick? Yeah, for sure. Um. Cool. Um. When we come back. Um, we're going to do the rivalry of the remakes and then we're going to play a new music game. I spot tunes. So, uh, we'll be right back. Just say 
and we're back with our segment rivalry of the remakes Woo. um we mentioned it earlier in the beginning um basically going to be uh, every now and then we'll talk about some movies that have been remade um whether you know they really stack up to the original um and also probably some sequels at some point but right now i think we're gonna Mainly focus. Scrutiny of the sequels. Yeah. I wrote that one. There you go. <laughs> there we go with the alliteration. Trademark, Robert Mann. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the way we, d- we did this was um, we've seen movies that have, you know, remakes, and we're just going to kind of chat about a couple that we chose. Uh, chose. Chose. Um, chosed. Chosed. Hit me. Chosen. Um, for me, For me, it was The Evil Dead. Um, I've never seen these movies. Solid, solid. Sam Raimi is awesome. He, he is. does direct some very, very odd movies. Um, oh, speaking of like uh, comic book movies, OG, you know, director of Spider Man and stuff. Man, he kind of set the tone yeah. for a while. Sam Raimi is. That's yeah. how I know him. I don't know him from Evil Dead. So and so, Bruce Campbell, so you're gonna educate awesome. me. Yeah, Bruce Campbell's a really awesome actor, and he and he uh, actually really funny story about. The Evil Dead was that um, it it the actors in it were put through such hell. Like he he treated them like crap, but it was so that they would act the part. And it was it's actually scary. Like the Evil Dead, the original is like really creepy, but then the second one comes back and it's super. Um, like the sequel to Evil Dead was Evil Dead Two. And that one's more like lighthearted, silly, almost feels like slapstick and cartoony. Yeah. And then they had That's Army of Darkness. But I'm focused on the Evil Dead, um, the original. And they re- which what which wasn't directed by Rami Rami, was it? This one was directed by Sam Raimi, but the remake, um, oh. the one in 2013, was yeah. directed by Fide Alvarez. Oh, I thought um, he directed it too. Okay, and he did Don't Breathe, which is another that Don't Breathe is great too. I haven't seen that either. Um, Sam Raimi produced it as well as Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell isn't in this one. Um, Evil Dead. It's not the Evil Dead, but it's Evil Dead is the yeah. remake, and this one's much darker and definitely a horror movie. It like it's not funny, basically at all. Um, it's really gruesome, like bloody, bloody gruesome. Um, it's it, for instance, like this one girl like br- breaks a mirror and like cuts her face, like starts cutting her face off, basically. Um, it, these movies were creepy, but, um, the original, like, I feel like the original will always have a, you know, close place in my heart just because it had an air of lightheartedness to it. Whereas it it, it was kind of self-aware. Yeah. The new one, if you want to watch like a really scary movie, I would say evil dead's a really good one. Um, it's a good remake competently done because it was produced by Sam Raimi, which probably means that he was pretty, he had a pretty heavy hand in saying like, yes or no, you know, on certain things. It's his baby. Yeah. Did he write it? Did he write it too? The original? Uh, let me see. Screenplay. Fide Alvarez actually wrote it. Um, and Rodos Sayagues. Oh, the screenplay for the original. Yeah, the original. Um, let me see. Written by Sam Raimi. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, so, so it, it's his baby. 
it, I and get it, that. it definitely feels like a project. Like the first one was super like low budget. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. the budget was like really, really low. 350,000. Um, and, but the box office was like 2.7 million and then that, that's um, a success around 29.4 million to date. Um, yeah, I was going to say with the cult, this is yeah. like, this whole series is a cult. And it, thing, and, and check this out: the budget for the new one, seventeen million. Box office, ninety-seven million. Wow! So like huge. I didn't think profit. it was. I didn't know it was that successful. Holy shit! Yeah, it's it's really good. But you got it's if you've seen like the Saw movies, it it's gory like that. Like so, it's not bloody. gory over the top self-aware it's like it's dark gory, to, gory to, yeah to gross you out like make yeah. it as realistic as possible kind of yeah thing. yeah i'm not much. into that i'd rather I, I like the quentin tarantino over the top yeah horror <laughs> i mean there, make... there is an element of over to, over the top but there's also moments of like holy crap that just happened so um Evil Dead, great series. Um, the the remake was actually one that was really good. So check it out if you haven't. So, but does it live up to the original it, though? I would say it. Mm, yes, yeah. It's not better, but it like lives up to it. I would say it okay. like I would put it. I would I would say it's as scary as as the first one is endearing. You know. So there it is. Even though that's a weird thing to say about Evil Dead, but you're you're my uh, expert in those movies because I'm not a fan, <laughs> and you are a, a, a cult fan. Yeah, <laughs> to say that. I love that. So love I'll them. take your word on it, man. If you say so, I'll take it. Um, cool. All right. Well, mine. There's been a lot of iterations of this movie throughout the years. Even um, there's a new one coming out apparently in 2021 and there was one in 2017 that wasn't too bad. Mm -hmm. But the one I'm going to focus on is King Kong. Oh, um, The ones that were literally named just King Kong. So we're talking about the original and then the Peter Jackson one. Jack Black and everything. Yeah. Um, but let's start with the, uh, the OG um, King Kong, directed by Miran C. Cooper and Ernest B. Shudskak. Shudskak. Glockenspiel. <laughs> that, that's basically <laughs> what it is. So two guys um, and a bunch of other names. They produced it too. Um, but at the time, that King Kong was like revolutionary to special effects, stop animation. I mean, what they did... I mean, they, at the time, I mean, a little fast forward to what we saw in King Kong and the Peter Jackson one, where we see King Kong on the Empire State Building and it literally looks like a goddamn giant ape on top of the Empire State Building as we know it. And then looking back at the old one, we're like, oh, it looks like a cartoon. But back then they had the same reaction as like we do with the new one. Uh, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it makes yeah. sense. Like that was like, holy shit. They, they really looks like they really got a fucking monkey on top yeah. of the empire. Still, <laughs> how'd they do that? But you know, it was all stop anima animation and all that. Um, definitely one of the greatest films of all time. Um, Rotten Tomatoes as the fourth greatest horror movie of all time and the 47th greatest of all time. So it's up there. Um, I haven't seen it in a long time. I saw it, I think when I was like in my twenties, I was just bored and 
I think I saw it on YouTube. I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure a lot of kids nowadays will look back at this is stupid, but man, put your feet into the shoes of people not even knowing what film was at the time. And then seeing this crazy story of a beast being taken from his land, coming to New York city and exploited. And that was big, man. That was huge. And so now fast forward to Peter Jackson's. Uh, so that was 1933. And then Peter Jackson's was 2005 um, on the heels of Lord of the Rings. Um, I th- I don't think there could have been a better director to tackle a remake of this size and the yeah. CGI that was included. I mean, maybe um, uh, I can't think of his name. The Avatar guy, Avatar guy. What's his name? James James. What's his name? James Cameron. Cameron. James Cameron. James Cameron. The James Camerons of the time, maybe. You know what I mean? The Spielbergs, maybe. Um, but Peter Jackson, I mean, I've always been a fan of this guy. I mean, that guy does a mega bad movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> this and The Shape of Water, like, he's got his own. If anything, okay, so Peter Jackson, he has his own kind of style. You know what I mean? But I feel like with the King Kong movie, he really tried to make it as like of the time, you know, like what if Marion C. Cooper and Ernest B. Glockenspiel had CGI, you know, of the time, what would they make? And I think that's kind of what Peter Jackson made, you know? Yeah. Um, Yes, there are. There is the the cool ass scene where King Kong is fighting the T-Rexes, which is fucking awesome. But people people might say like. Why are there dinosaurs on this this island? Well, why the fuck is there a giant <laughs> gorilla on this island? Totally. Um, yeah, and it was a great fight uh, fight sequence. Um, I, you know, when you brought this this segment up, you know, of comparing remakes, all my thoughts were to the the shitty ones. You know, the the Willy Wonkas, the like I said earlier, the psychos, you know, the ones that tried and just failed. Yeah. King, the, the Peter Jackson, King Kong knocked it out of the park. It's, I think it, if anything, it, it went over the bar. Yeah. It's what a, people it, thought. It's a good one. Um, I'm excited that compared to like the eighties one. What is that? Uh, King Kong lives or is that the one? Well, that I stars? don't even remember the ones in the eighties. I didn't see oh, that. Oh, so, so since the, here, let me back up a little bit on the Wikipedia page, the first one was 33 and that was a huge success. So they're like, fuck it. Let's make yeah. one even sooner. So they put one up in December of the same year in 33. That's I don't crazy. know how they did that. And then they did one in 62, 60s. Okay. So wait, 62 was King Kong versus Godzilla, which I'm sure is probably amazing. Uh, 67 was King Kong escapes. And then 76, they tried to do a remake of King Kong and then they did Re- King Kong lives in 86 and then they did Mighty Kong in 98. I don't remember that one. And then the Peter Jackson in 2005. I'm, I'm skipping a couple that are kind of bullshit. I mean, there might be like TV uh, European things. And then they did Skull Island. Did you see Kong Skull Island? Kong Skull? No, I didn't. You know, <laughs> it's nothing like the Peter Jackson movie whatsoever, but goddamn Kong Skull Island in the theater. I think I saw it in IMAX was a fucking experience. It was yeah. so much fun. It was, it was definitely self-aware, but not to the point of like the evil dead, um, Bruce Campbell stuff, Yeah, but it knew what it was doing and it was over the top and, 
uh, I think Samuel Jackson's in it. And, uh, I liked that movie. I liked that one actually a lot. And then now apparently with the God, the success of the Godzilla movies that they're doing, they're going to do Godzilla versus Kong oh my in gosh. Uh, 20, 2021. So I'm kind of down for that. Yeah. I didn't see the last Godzilla movie. Did you see that last one? No, I saw the first one, but it was good. I saw the first one. The first one was great. Yeah, it was really good. But then the the second one was like, I I was stoked on it, and then it came and went, and I was like, I didn't see it. Yeah, got to check it out. Anyways, uh, yeah, so King Kong. Classic. Yeah. If anything, another shout out, Universal Studios, if that ever gets open again, the King Kong part is fucking awesome now. It used to be like this giant animatronic king kong that came out you but now they make it like a 3d star tours like thing and it's super fun yeah it's cool been on that cool so that was fun yeah i like that segment i want to do that more man and i'm down to do sequels too because that'll be fun to talk some shit on some sequels (laughs) for sure all right game time all right ready let's do it so i thought of this game um it's kind of like name that tune if people know that show back in the day it's kind of based on those same kind of rules so basically let me explain it a little bit i'm robert me that's me <laughs> i'm the itunes guy Corey's the spotify guy so what i'm gonna do is go on itunes since Corey's gonna go on spotify and we're gonna think of a band or artist and without the, the the object of the game is try to get the other person to guess this artist without giving too many clues. And so we're going to give them, hopefully, you know, either when they were formed or born, you know, depending on the artist or band, the general area that they were from, depending on, you know, the person. I was giving him an example. Like if I was choosing U2, I wouldn't say Ireland because that's two yeah. people. Oh, Ireland rock band. Oh, it's U2. So maybe I would say Europe, you know, give it more broader kind of sense. And then we might give a, little, a few little other details on the band or artists without giving too much away. And then what we're going to do is out of eight names, we're going to bet how many names we can get it in. Uh, so like iTunes, I, Spotify gives you 12, but iTunes only gives you eight names that are like similar to the artist. So we're going to stick to the eight names and out of those eight names, how many you, how many you think you can get in. Yeah. And then, um, the remaining is the points that Corey and I are going to compete against. And I will say this, this game is a lot more fun with a lot, like a group of people, but it, we figured it out between me and Corey, but I can't wait to have like maybe one or two pe- more people on the show and we can play this kind of thing. So, cause it's kind of yeah. fun while I was up in the mountains with my, my cousin and my aunt, we played this game to like kind of work it out and it was fun. We played it for like an hour. So, um, and then now anyone at home can play it too. So, uh, let me go first. Cause I kind of, I know the game a little bit better than Corey. I'm still trying to explain it to him. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me take a drink of my, uh, new unofficial sponsor of this segment, Sierra Nevada. Pale Ale, solid beer. Right now they're doing the vintage logo um, backstory of Sierra Nevada. When they first came out, they had a, a, a logo and 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 label for the beer, like made and ready. But when they went to print it, it came out super faded, and the colors were not what they wanted. But they had beer that was going bad, and then it said, "Fuck it, let's just we have these labels, we'll figure it out." So they the first run of 
of Sierra Nevada was this label that they didn't want to put out. And then eventually came out with this label that kind of everyone knows like the, the dark green and the yeah. brown, but this new, they, they were like, fuck it, let's do a, the original 1980s version. So they came out with this new packaging and I think there's a little story on the back. Let's see what it says. Uh, yeah, here we go. When we first, here it is. When we first ordered the labels in 1980, this funky rainbow showed up. The colors were off, but we lacked the cash for another, uh, print print run. Thankfully, the beer is what mattered. Bold with notes of pine, citrus um, from the Cascade Hops, Pale Ale sparked the American craft beer revolution and reclaims a classic today. It remains a classic today. And I I will say that. I think Sierra Nevada really kind of were on the forefront of the IPAs. You know what I mean? They, They were doing stuff that Sam Adams wasn't really doing yet, I don't think. So shout out to Sierra Nevada. Sorry, wanted to do that. Okay, first band. Here we go. Going on iTunes. Finger off. Okay. Here we go. All right. <clears throat> this band. Oh, I already gave it away. This band formed in 2001. Let me look at you. I can't see you. There you are, Corey. 2001. Um... I'll 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 say this is kind of general cuz there's a lot of bands from the state but they're from New Jersey. Okay. But that that narrows it a little bit. Um according to iTunes their genre is alternative. A little bit on their backstory. Um This band became leaders of the emo's third wave of combining goth learning rock and roll with um, direct response to something, something, something that gives too much away. That gives too much away. They went on some tours. <laughs> uh, that's all I'm going to tell you. So out of eight names, how I many? Could, I think I could get it in like four. I will also tell you this. This is this is a little easier with like more people too, but you can get into negative names. So like say you know the band like right away you oh I know this. You could say zero names and get it in eight points. Yeah. Or you could say you know what I could give you in negative I just burped sorry uh, negative one names. So you could name the band and then you have to name a band that iTunes or Spotify. Um, Says it's a similar artist. Oh, Does that make sense? Yeah. You you still get the eight points if you name the artist, but if you can't get one of the bands, then whatever. But that's a little bit more complicated version of the game. So anyways, how many did you say? Four. Four. Here we go. I will say that the first three names are members of the band. So I won't say that. The first band, Leathermouth, Fallout Boy, Panic at the Disco, and death spells. Hmm. 2001, New Jersey, emo, alternative, death spells, panic of the disco, fallout boy, and leather mouth. It's not my chemical romance. Right? My chemical romance for the win. Well right. done, sir. <laughs> Sweet. So you have four points. Remember your points. Yeah. That was good, man. Good four. job. All the right. First three names. The first three names are Gerard Way, Frank Nero, and the collaboration and Frank Guerrero and the patience. He has two bands. So nice. I couldn't name those right away. 
So well done, sir. Nice. All right. So I'm excited. I've never played this game on the other side. I've never, I've only been the host. So here we go. Okay. So, um, no pressure. This musical, what should we call it? If we don't say, well, here, this is is the thing. Artist or band. The way that you determine it without really giving it away is either either you say they were born in this year, which means that they were probably an artist, like a singular person, or they formed in this, this year. Okay. So, so it really relies on the person guessing to really catch on to that. Cause maybe they, they think formed, but you really said born, you know what I mean? All right. Um, born so more. much like you, uh, many bands kind of, you know, formed in this area, formed. but here you go. That's formed Formed okay. in Washington, Seattle, Washington, 90, year? 94. Okay. Washington, 94. What, what they genre? Have about nine albums. What genre? Genre would be rock. Okay. Rock band from 94. Have multiple albums and from Washington. Okay. Um, How many do you think you could guess today? That's the the only hint you're going to give me. (laughs) They have a bunch of albums. How many albums did you say? Nine? Nine. Wow. Okay. Um, Okay. 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 I think I can do it. I think I could do it in one name. Okay, you sure? I think I know who it is, but give me one. Okay. Okay. One is Bush. Pearl Jam. Nope. Oh! You lose. Nirvana? Nope. (sighs) Who else is from fucking Washington? Foo Fighters. God damn it. You know what? That crossed my mind, but I was like, that's too early. God damn (laughs) I thought for sure it was Pearl Jam. Fuck. So what's this? Foo Fighters did cross my mind, though. God. So what's right, the score? Up. Four zero. Four zero. Yeah. Go, okay. dude. And now, one other thing I want to tell you, Corey, as a host of this show, the best part, I think, as a host, is you got to pivot. So, I did my chemical romance. I'm not going to do like thrice or you know, Coe and Cambria. That's too close. So I'm going to pivot. Mm-hmm. It's a little clue. Got it. I'm going to pivot. Pivot. Are you talking about that? friends? There you go. I was, I, was hoping, I was hoping you'd say that. Okay, here we go. Okay. This one might be kind of easy. All right. <clears throat> They're from Europe. Okay. They said, I said they from Europe. Uh, they formed in 96. Mm-hmm. Genre is alternative. Mm-hmm. Um... What else can I say about this? Oh, the other backstory with this this game, I kind of stole it from Doug Benson. If anyone knows that podcast, he does. He used to do a, uh, a game called the Leonard Malton game, and I'm basically taking those rules but implementing music on that. So the fun thing was he would he would say you know Leonard Malton gives this four out of five stars. It came out in '96, and and then he would give like these bullshit clues about it. So that's kind of what I'm doing with this. You don't want to give too much clues about it. Um, I'll say that early success with higher record sales and um, they were big in Europe. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say to you. Um, let's How go three, three artists, three artists. Here we go. <clears throat> First name, 
Keen, the Killers. Can I get? Yeah, no, no, no. no you got, you got to do three. Go, go. I'll give you okay. three, and then you can guess. All right. Keen. Shit, is there someone in this band that's in the other band? Is that why you know it? Do you know Keen for some reason? I do know who Keen is. Okay, Keen, the Killers, Snow Patrol. It's one of two bands, and I'm like kind of afraid. <laughs> The Strokes. Oh, they're not from England. They're not from Europe. They're from like LA. Oh yeah, you're right. I was gonna say Coldplay. Coldplay is right, but you fucked up. Fuck! I (laughs) said the wrong name of the two names that were in my head. (laughs) It's getting late. (laughs) So zero Um, points for Corey. All right, hit me with yours. uh, Let's see. Okay, so, um. They're formed in 2001. So it's a band. Okay. They have... Where are they from? They are from New Jersey. Ooh, okay. Uh, Three albums. Genre? Three albums. Um, Rock. Rock band. Um, And they disbanded in 2009. Okay, I'm going to work this out. <clears throat> Don't give me any hints. None. My no. first thought was at the drive-in, but I think Zero. they're from... Th- sh- shush, I'm working this out. I'm talking to the listener. Just shut up over there. Oh, shit. So I'm thinking at the drive-in because they're not... A, they, But they, they got back together, though, so maybe it's not them, and I think they're from Orange County or L.A. or something. So New Jersey, 2001, rock band, and they broke up. What band? Okay, I'll give you this. It's more uh, going further down, alt rock emo. I figured it. If it's I have it's to from go, New Jersey, even two thousand one. I have it's to go. Rock, yeah, but it's last I have to go lower. Okay. I had to no. Go I had lower. that mindset already. Okay, but they broke up. I'm trying to think. That's interesting. Three albums and then they were out. All right, I'm gonna do. I gotta catch up. You have four points, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's out of eight names. All right, I'll go four names. Okay, ready? <clears throat> try try to tie it up. Here we go. Matchbox or Matchbook Romance. Okay. Senses Fail, Boys Night Out, and Finch. <sighs> Say those again. Matchbook Romance, Senses Fail, Boys Night Out, and Finch. I have a band in mind, which is which is funny because it's one of the ones I put on my list for coming up. I don't know, but they did more than three albums. Maybe they didn't. All right, Go. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess. I think it's wrong though. Brand new? Nope. Oh, who is it? Armor for sleep. Armor for. <laughs> Armor <Fuck>. for sleep. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, that's a deep pull. I didn't even think deep about pull. it. Um, well, all right. Well, one of mine was brand new, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, that was my, literally my next one, brand new. So right. there you go. So I'm not doing that one. We'll do. God damn it. You want to do two more? Let's do two more. Let's do all of them. We're all doing. Them? I like this okay. game. Okay, go. Fuck it. And I gotta beat you. <laughs> all right, my next one. Here we go. 
So just know my next one was supposed to be maroon or oh shit, I just said it. I said maroon five. Fuck. Ah, uh, boo. I'm I'm buzzy. All right, then I'm going on my next one. Okay, then my next one was supposed to be maroon five and brand new. All right, my next one. Here we go. All right, they are from. Mm, yeah, I'll tell you. They're from Massachusetts. They were formed in 99, 1999. Their genre is rock. Um, let's see here. Established themselves as one of the heavy rock, most commercial acts of all time. Mm. Here. Combined heavy riffs with both singing and screaming vocals. And uh, I'm not going to tell you how many albums or anything. That's all you get. That's pretty good. So out of eight names, how do you think you can get? Five. Five. Three points. There we go. All that remains. Devil you. The devil you know. Devil. Sorry. Devil you know. That's all it is. Trivium. You said five, right? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Trivium, light the torch, and as I lay dying. Kill switch engage. God damn it, Corey. Fuck, you're too good at this game. I thought <laughs> you were going to be bad at this. <laughs> I'm Fuck. bad at every other one. Seven points. All right. All right, you're winning. God damn it. I thought I was going to be better at this game. All right, hit me. All right, here we go. Um. So the next... Act was formed in Los Angeles in 1991. 1991. I have an idea already. They are rock. They were nominated. In the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I won't say mm. when. I won't say when. Interesting. Um, and they have. Let me give you. Let me give you this one too. Four records. Oh, that's not okay. And um, yeah, that's that's all you get. I had a band in mind, but I don't, I, they've made more. How many did you say? Four records? Yeah, four. They've made more than four records. Los Angeles band said they were nominated for something. What? Um, They were what inducted into the oh, Hall of Fame, right. but I'm not going to say when. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, this game is a lot harder on the other side. I will say that, but you're killing it, man. I'm surprised how good you're doing <laughs> at this game. Um, how many do you think? You're rocking seven points. All right, I'll do. I'll do four names again. Here we go. Okay. Audio slave. Okay. Faith no more. Them crooked vultures, and a perfect circle. Okay, I have two bands in mind. Don't I'm, I'll give you my answer, but I'm working this out. I want the listener to hear. 
So the first band I was thinking of was Red Hot Chili Peppers, but I think they've more made more than four records. And then, can you say those four names again? Sorry. Audio Slave, Faith No More, yeah. Them Crooked Vultures, and A Perfect Circle. And the second name I was thinking of was Rage Against Machine. And then, because Audio Slave. And the third one I was thinking was X, but I don't think Corey would do X. So I'm going to say... With Audio Slave being one of the hints, Rage Against the Machine. Ding, ding. You're correct. Woo! Three points for you, right? <sighs> no, four points. Four points. Because it's <sighs> eight. I forgot. I'm back in it. I'm back in it. Just need four more points. I'm going to give you one more. Here we go. <clears throat> so one more round. We'll do one more round. And now my, <laughs> I've said all the bands on my list. I got to think of one. Um... You said one more? Okay, I got one. I got one. I got one. Might be kind of easy, but whatever. All right. <clears throat> Formed in 87. They're from California. Genre is rock. I feel like all the genres have been rock <laughs> or alternative. Um, let's see here. What can I give? Um, fusion of 80s pop with the grunge movement and much rawer and more punk inspired than the debut. So we're talking about the second album. I don't know how many albums they have. Let's see. They have five albums. That's, I think that's a good clue too. We should be, uh, that should be part of it. Like wh when they formed, where they're from, the genre and how many albums they've gotten. That might be enough without even giving any clues. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's all you get. So out of eight names. I think three. I need three. Three names. Here we go. Fiona Apple. God damn it. These are all giveaways. I'm picking and choosing. Garbage, hole. Is it four or three? Three. Hey, that's all you get. Fiona and Apple. You, you said California. Garbage and hole. You said California, right? I did. Um, shoot. I don't know, heart. Ugh. Dude, I thought you were going to get it. I kind of wanted you to get it. What was it? Think about what I said to you. Fiona Apple. Yeah. Chick singer. Garbage. Chick singer. Hole. Chick singer from the 90s. What other 90s band didn't I mention? No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Next one would have been Save Ferris. <laughs> Britney Spears. I didn't Nelly even know. I, d I didn't realize how early they got together. That's why. I didn't. That I thought was going to throw you off, too. I didn't know that either, that they formed that. That was the year I was born. And I, they say Anaheim, California, but I can't say Anaheim, yeah. California. That's no doubt. <laughs> Set, okay, so now it's so seven to four. I got him. I got him. All right. Okay, you ready? So I got I to bet at least four to win. Here we go. Or to tie. All right. So no, I'm going to win. I'm already betting four. At least four. I'm betting at least four. This band, I said band, uh, 
formed it's in 1998. <clears throat> okay, 98. Okay. Um. Genre? They're from oh from Britain. Genre yeah. is hip hop cool. slash um rap. I guess hip hop. Okay. Um okay. and alternative rock. And they have six albums. Anything any kind of detail at all? Let me see. Give me like one little thing. I'm trying to see. I think it's like the four things. You give them when they were formed, the genre, where they're from, and the albums. And then the last thing is just like, a, give me like a line from the bio. You know, that doesn't give too much away. Let me see. Because I said like there's 80s one, pop. There's one, there's only one permanent musical contributor. Oh, hip hop, lots of albums, one contributor. All right. Give me four names. Ready for the win. Okay. Blur, MGMT, The Avalanches, and Franz Ferdinand. Hmm. Say it again. Sorry, say it again. Blur, MGMT, or management, I guess. Avalanches and Franz Ferdinand. I'm, I'm thinking it out. Sorry, I'm trying not to use dead air. Here we go for the audience. I'm not saying my answer. Just thinking out loud. <laughs> Excuse me. I was thinking my first thought was like Moby Fat Boy Slim, but I think they were before 98 and I don't think any of them were British. And then I thought like Chemical Brothers, which mm, Corey just went, hmm, so it means it's not them. <laughs> and then I was also thinking, oh, shit, what was the last one I was thinking of? Fuck, now I just, uh, I had one that was really good. I thought it was really good. Oh, the bravery. But I don't think they're from England. And I don't think they started that early either. MGMT. God damn, this one's hard. Is it hard? Yeah, it I, went, hard? I went kind of more difficult at the end. So maybe when I said Chemical Brothers, he was like, hmm, like, oh, I got it. <laughs> I don't think it is though. Hip hop. Fuck. That's the other thing. Hip hop. Dig fuck. deep. And when you first started talking, I thought maybe it was like Lincoln Park. Because I think they started like in the 90s, like late 90s before anyone else thought, but they're not from England. And a main person is in Britain. Well, a main person is the only permanent musical contributor. And most of the music That's what I said. often features collaboration. Now my thought was thinking like maybe it's Radiohead. I'm gonna say Radiohead. 
Is that your final answer? Ready has my final answer. Eh. <sighs> Gorillas. Because oh. <laughs> remember, oh, they're, they're, they're from England. Yeah, they're vir- British virtual band. <sighs> and David Albarn is like the only permanent member. And then they have a bunch of MGMT. What the fuck? They have nothing to do with the goddamn. That's a fucking bullshit artist. That threw me off. Del the hunky, hunky, Del the funky homo sapien was like one of the contributors as well, I think. If I'm not mistaken. All right. Congratulations, Corey. You fucking win on my game that I invented. Very. <laughs> it was not, you know, it was very was close good. to not. I like the deep pull. That's that's a hard one. I should have. I was thinking more a little bit mainstream, but. Fuck. What, what, what would it, what would have been the next artist? If I would have, if I went for the tie, who would have been the next one? Um. Do you want to know it or do you want to do it? Do you want to no. try to. Break the no. tie and win. No, no. Tell me who the Incubus. Nah, I still wouldn't have gotten it. Nah, Gorillas would never even. That wouldn't have even come on my radar. That was just a good pull. That was a good last one to get the win. So congratulations, Corey. Indeed. Next time I'm next time I'm making it a way harder on you. No. No doubt was pretty hard. That was a kind of a deep pull. Yeah, it was. It was but you should have got difficult. it though. If I said California, you should have got it. Um. Cool. That was fun. Yeah. I can't wait to do that more, especially with like more people too. And I also have a version of this with, like I said, with Doug Benson, where we do play it on IMDb so we can play it with like movies and stuff too. So we'll figure out a version of that. Totes. Um, Cool. Well, check us out on Instagram and Facebook, the So So Scrutiny Podcast. Um, Rate us on iTunes, please. I saw the other day that someone gave us a four out of five stars. Fuck that person. What the fuck? Bummer. I know, come on. I know we're like just starting out, but four? Come on. Give us five. <laughs> just that four is probably someone I know that doesn't like me or something. They're like, fuck <laughs> oh, maybe, you. maybe it was this it was the student that found you. And it was like, Yeah, he's fuck, like, I don't fuck. like, I don't <laughs> like it too much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give him four stars. <laughs> it's okay. Um, if you don't like it, you don't like it. It's fine. Yeah, that's all right. Um and then uh, so, so scrutiny.com. That's where you find everything there. Um, we got episodes and, uh, and our Instagrams on there. And then you can also check out our, my Ram art media videos and photos are on the same page. If you go over the very top and Hey, buy a mug, buy a sticker, buy everything. Um, if you buy something, we're going to send you more shit than you want. Sorry, yeah. but we just want people to, to buy some shit and, um, Yeah. So, uh, what else, Corey? That's it. That's it, man. Let's get out of here. Um, we got some great guests coming up. I got some great people that hit me up to be on the show, which is Corey. That's awesome, man. Like we're yeah. a year in and I got some like pretty cool people that were like, after the Justin Morrow episode, I had some film people going, what the fuck? You had Justin on, but not me. <laughs> it's like, well, he hit me up. He wanted to be on the show. Yeah. So you're going to be on next. So yeah. come, come September. I got some really cool people to come on. Be awesome. Um, so yeah, that's it. Stick around. Um, for it. Stick around for it. Um, that's it. All right, cool. It's been the so, so scrutiny podcast. I'm Robert. I'm Corey. See you guys later. <laughs>